Welcome to the Voices of a Stranger podcast. Here is your host, Reza Garajadaki. Welcome to the Voices of a Stranger podcast. I am super excited as I'm about to launch this podcast that I've been thinking about for many, many years. Uh, starting a podcast, but starting this subject, The Voice of a Stranger, uh, came to me very recently. I was inspired a few months ago and worked very hard to launch this podcast. So first of all, I appreciate you being here, and I hope you end up being a subscriber and you end up enjoying all the episodes that are going to follow. So one of the things I wanted to do was in the very first episode, is have a short 15-minute um, introduction of why the topic of The Voice of a Stranger, uh, what this um, podcast will be about, and what are you going to get to hear and see if you choose to watch it on YouTube. So, first of all, my name is Reza Garachadaki. I am originally from Tehran, Iran. I have lived in the United States since 1986, legally. Uh, I am um, living in San Diego, California, a graduate of uh, UC Santa Barbara. And um, this subject matter, uh, the voice of a stranger, or the voice of a stranger, comes from a class at UCSB uh, from a former professor who is no longer with us, uh, my mentor, my friend, Dr. Walter. Caps. Um, so what I would like to do is give you the history of uh, the voice of a stranger uh, and why this podcast is named and dedicated to the great Walter Caps. So uh, first of all, uh, Walter Caps was a professor at UCSB uh, in the late 80s and 90s. He also was a congressman and served for nine months before he actually died in office. Uh, sadly, he got a heart attack at Dulles Airport while he was in office, uh, and he only served for nine months, and he served uh, Santa Barbara County. Um, my history with Walter goes back a long way, but let me give you a little history of why Walter Capps is considered as one of the greatest professors uh, at the campus at UC Santa Barbara. So Walter, first uh, being a religious studies professor, first started a class uh, in the late 70s uh, called Vietnam and American Religion. Uh, it was not so much the history of Vietnam, uh, but it was a class dedicated to giving voices to all the POWs, uh, the Vietnamese refugees, the nurses, but especially people who had served in the front lines of Vietnam and had come back and been very quiet about their experience in Vietnam. As many of you know, the Vietnam experience for the United States was a very sad and tragic event in our history. And Walter Capps' class was one of the very first classes which gave a platform and an opportunity for some of these POWs to be able to share their experiences, many of whom had not even spoken to their family members about what they had seen and what they had experienced while serving as young GIs uh, in Vietnam. Uh, this class was taught in Campbell Hall, which seated over 800 students, close to 900 students, and it very quickly became the most popular class at UCSB. In fact, it was featured three times on 60 Minutes, and uh, students who were juniors and seniors would want to sign up for this class because everyone very quickly realized that this was one of those classes that you take once in a lifetime. Um, we had um, speakers like Senator uh, Bob Carey of Nebraska, who was personal friends with Dr. Capps, who was a Navy SEAL, um, who would come and speak. We had POWs who served in the Hanoi Hilton, and they would 
pace back and forth to start their speech, uh, maybe a few steps to show us the size of their uh, cell in the Hanoi Hilton. Uh, we had um, Vietnamese refugees, Vietnam- we had American nurses. So it was an incredible class. And every lecture, Walter Capps would invite these unique speakers. Uh, part of the class was also to go to Washington with local vets to visit the amazing Vietnam Memorial, which was built uh, by Maya Lin, the uh, the designer, the architect in Washington, D.C. And students, about 100 students every fall, would go with Walter Capps and his teaching aides to Washington with local vets who had never seen the wall uh, for the very first time. So, this was Walter's first class. His second class was called The Voices of a Stranger, which started in the late 80s, similar to the Walt, to the Vietnam class. This class um, was a class which gave voices to regular people, people from everyday life like you and me who have unique stories, uh, maybe somebody who had AIDS. Remember, this is the late 80s and 90s. It was a very new subject. Uh, maybe somebody who uh, was incarcerated and got out of jail and was wrongly accused and finally got the release. Uh, maybe somebody who was a first-generation immigrant like myself. I actually spoke in the late 90s three times in front of 820 students at Campbell Hall about my experience coming from Iran, escaping to Ayatollah, and coming to America, uh, which I will share that story with you in in future episodes. So these were the classes and the legacy of Walter Capps. So what is my connection? Well, I was very lucky because in the fall and the ni- in fall of 1991, I signed up for this Vietnam class because everybody was like, "You have to take this class. You're a history guy," which I was a history major. So I signed up for the Vietnam class, and we ended up going. I think it was winter quarter. We ended up going to Washington, and I certainly signed up for the trip to Washington. And there was about eighty to hundred of us flying to Washington D.C. Well. Yours truly, like things happened to me in my life, got to sit on the plane next to Dr. Walter Capps. And he was just a very humble man. He started asking me questions about my life. Uh, We connected because I told him about my life in Iran, living in India, and we just connected. And he said to me uh, right before we landed, um, hey, you know what? My daughter is doing an internship in the White House, and I have a special invite to go get a private tour of the West Wing. Would you like to be part of our group? And I'm like, are you kidding me? I mean, I only arrived in the United States in 1986. Uh, and here in 1991, I had a chance to go see the West Wing of the White House. So I said, absolutely. Um, so we met at the hotel lobby. We all went to the White House. And this was during President George Bush Sr.'s term. He was actually in Kenny Bunkport, Maine for the weekend. So the White House was relatively empty. And professor and his entourage got a private tour. Um, Now, Walter is, and I call him Walter, by the way, because he ended up becoming a mentor and a friend. And he told me very early on, after we we got to know each other, it's like, don't call me Dr. Caps, call me Walter Reza. So he will always be uh, to me as Walter. Um, So Walter and uh, Walter is a very, very tall gentleman. Uh, He's about, he was about 6'2", 6'3". I'm not the shortest, tallest guy. I'm about 5'7". So we looked like, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger had Danny DeVito walking around the White House. And we got to the West Wing and the Oval Office. 
And there was this kind of roadwork you have in the movie theaters where you couldn't actually step in to the uh, into the Oval Office. But Walter and I both leaned forward, and half our bodies are looking around the Oval Office. <laughs> and, you know, with me, who had studied American history as a kid and just fascinated about presidential presidents, uh, to be able to look into the Oval Office and have half my body in there was a was a dream of a lifetime. Uh, we also got to go to the the media room, uh, the press room. And so I got some pictures I got to show you for those of you watching. So here is me at the press room in the White House wearing my UCSB sweatshirt, making a fake uh, press conference. And there is Walter and his daughter, Laura, who's a very good friend of mine, Laura Caps, And there I am in the podium pointing, and there's Walter smiling. You can't see this picture. I'll post these pictures on my Instagram account. Uh, and then there's Laura herself behind the podium. So it was an amazing trip. So um, after I graduated from UCSB, I started working um, at the admissions office in Santa Barbara. I mean, I didn't want to leave Santa Barbara. I was like, I want to work here for a couple of years, maybe go back to grad school. And I started working at the campus, running the campus tours. Uh, in the mid-90s, 95, Walter Capps decided to run for Congress. And um, he asked me if I would like to volunteer on the campaign. I knew a lot of students. I used to recruit the students who came to the campus. I, I had 60 volunteer tour guides, very involved with UCSB soccer and basketball. So I knew a lot of students, even though I graduated. And I said, absolutely. And I got to um, drive Walter and his wonderful wife, Lois Capps, uh, up and down State Street in Santa Barbara in their red bug during Fourth of July parades. And uh, we would go up and down the coast with Laura and uh, his son, Todd, uh, up to San Luis Obispo. And uh, I would help bring out the vote in Isla Vista. And I really got to know the family. And to this day, I'm very, very close to the Capps family. And one of the reasons why I wanted to launch this podcast. Um, Walter did not win his first race, uh, but in his second race, he did win. Before we get to that, though, um, in the first race, which we lost, um, the White House advance team had called um, the campaign and had said, hey, this is a very close race. Uh, we want to send the first lady, Hillary Clinton. Um, and no matter how you feel about her politically, but just hear the story out. Uh, we want her to send her to Santa Barbara to do a speech and fundraiser for Walter and get some national exposure on your campaign. Uh, so we're like, yes, absolutely. And she was going to come out and give a speech at the old Miramar Hotel in Montecito. And she already had friends in Santa Barbara. So she was going to come give a speech and, you know, catch up with some of her friends. Um, so the White House team said to the campaign, we would like somebody from your campaign to meet her at Santa Barbara Airport with her motorcade, um, greet her as a representative of your campaign, and then bring her to the speech, introduce her to Walter, and then escort her back with the motorcade. <laughs> back to the airport. Um, so everybody was excited, you know, wondering probably his daughter, Laura is going to do it or somebody in the family. And we had this downtown campaign office and it was like two stories. It was a balcony and we were in the hallway and Walter comes in one evening about a month before Hillary was supposed to arrive. And he said, I've thought about this a long time, but the one person who has an understanding of what democracy is all about and an appreciation what freedom is all about is Reza. And he pointed to me and I get very emotional about this because I couldn't believe it. I was going to be the one who was going to meet the first lady at the airport. And here it is, ladies and gentlemen, there is my picture with the secret service 
with the First Lady of the United States <laughs> at Santa Barbara Airport. And I got to talk to her for like 10 minutes. She was absolutely amazing. Asked me about my background coming from Iran. And I got to escort her with the motorcade to Montecito and back to Santa Barbara Airport. Um, so that was the impact that Walter had in my life. And I decided uh, that um, in November, there was a celebration of his life back in Santa Barbara. And I went and met a lot of old friends and the family and Walter's family and uh, former students. And there were speeches about his legacy and his impact uh, at the UCSB campus. There's actually a Walter Cap Center at the UCSB campus. Three days of incredible speakers. And I got to speak in that event. And during that time, when I was driving back to San Diego, I said to myself, we got to continue this legacy. And I've always wanted to start a podcast. So a few days later, I called Laura Caps and I said, Laura, I want to do a podcast. I'm going to continue Walter's class, The Voice of a Stranger. I'm going to find unique, unique guests and we're going to do a podcast and we're going to make this happen. And she said, Reza, I can't imagine anybody else doing this than you. So to all my guests, all the people listening, thank you so much for being part of this journey. I'm super excited. Um, I have some incredible guests coming in the next few weeks. And if you're somebody listening or watching and you feel that you have a story that you want to share with the world, uh, something incredible that has happened to you, uh, could be that you survived cancer or something happened to you physically or you have something that you feel needs to be heard, please reach out to me uh, and, and we'll try to get you as a guest on The Voice of a Stranger. So that's what this podcast is all about. I hope you will be part of my journey. I thank you very much. I got some exciting guests coming. Uh, so uh, this week, there'll be three episodes. The introduction, the story of my friend Francis, who survived barely <laughs> uh, hiking Mount Everest, and then my story of escaping the Ayatollah, living in India, and coming to the land of my dreams. So again, thank you so much. Stay tuned. And I hope you will continue to be part of this journey. Thanks for joining us this week. Please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or on your webpage at thevoicesofastranger.com. If you enjoyed the show, please tell a friend and subscribe to the show. Tune in next week for a new guest. Until next time, keep living life with passion and make each day count.